They were like, clone this man, but make him stronger. Make him stronger. Make him look like Clint Eastwood. And make him smell good. (laughs) Like, (laughs) which one of them smells good, do you think? (laughs) They all smell like peony. (laughs) By smell good, I mean I have the ability to smell things. (laughs) Oh, The Febreze Boys. to The Good, The Bad, and The Batch. I'm Julia. And I'm Becca. We're best friends and lifelong Star Wars fans, and this is a Star Wars The Bad Batch fan cast. This time we're reviewing the final two episodes. There you go. The numbers of which I'm forgetting, but they are The Summit and Plan 99. Uh, Our season two finale apps. Our season two finale apps. Our two-part season finale. Oh, boy. Yeah, God, right? I have thoughts, and I have no No thoughts thoughts. simultaneously. (laughs) I'm just so like... I have no thoughts. um, No thoughts. What just happened? Yeah. Um, it was a roller coaster for sure. I It was a fun one. I really enjoyed these episodes. I'm interested kind of more now to watch, like we were talking about before we started recording, watch the entire season now. Yeah. So we plan on doing a recap episode because the last season that we covered was not we didn't cover it while it was happening. So we kind of did a recap for everyone. We were able, because of that, we were able to pull like all of our thoughts and like have an a plot b plot c plot and kind of see how well the narrative themes uh was woven throughout the whole season we didn't have that with the season obviously because we are doing it as it's coming out (laughs) but so we want to do that again with next season but not do you know 17 episodes (laughs) so we're just going to do a recap episode next season of this season yeah um but yeah no i'm excited to watch the entirety of the season because not that i've forgotten everything but like it, it, maybe it'll time make has passed. sense to me well and we <laughs> haven't been re-watching episodes because no. we do this every week we do this every week and it, i don't know yeah no i was thinking about it earlier too we're like because this is our last well uh, plus a recap but our last week recording yeah for this season and i'm like we've been doing this since legitimately january i forgot it the beginning came, of yeah, january it's january. been that long it hasn't really felt like that long, but no. it is kind of wild that it's been that amount of time. I'm like, yeah. it, it will be nice to go back and, and see things. It's always and nice. And remember. Yeah, no, for sure. It's always nice to compare, like, is this a better story that is told week to week or is this better told like all at once like i don't know i'm a fan of binge watching things so yeah. like i i think that's always just better but at the same time sometimes things are served better week to week i'm assu- I'm, I'm feeling that this will be better served binge watching it yeah but maybe that's just me i i like watching things in like chunks bigger chunks not all at the same time but like depending on what it is yeah, yeah i just i'm so fascinated because these two episodes are really fun they're not what i expected at all at all at all they kept me guessing pretty much the entire way through which is not always it's, a great thing i was gonna say it's like it, it depending on what the situation is it's good or bad right yeah or enjoyable or not enjoyable it I was guess. enjoyable yeah i will say it, it it is consistent with the rest of the season in that it is this these two episodes introduced things and then <laughs> didn't really pay them off or is just kind of like okay good to know moving on to the next thing yeah so i think i didn't call the ending at all that i mean no 
no thoughts about i mean not no thoughts but i didn't uh that was a surprise to me this is the very ending of the yeah plan 99 yeah i i feel like the entire time i kind of as as time went on as we were watching these two episodes i was like kind of getting more of the understanding of like what we talked about like last week where season two is like it seems to me 100 percent a thoroughfare of ideas right we are trying to get from point a being season one to point b being season three and we had to transition there somehow yeah and so we took season two to sort of like get the characters maybe into sort of a slightly different position Mm -hmm. or not there at all rip (laughs) but like getting potentially the characters to a place that we wanted to tell maybe a more specific story with more specific like direction yeah it's challenging to me though i don't i i don't know we can get into it but like let's so we're not gonna go exactly point by point but we are gonna try to move more in a chronological uh order here just to keep it neat and nice and tidy let's talk about the (laughs) the summit you want to talk about the summit well yeah we should talk about that one first let's go backwards (laughs) um I do like how this episode started, which we have been been saying for the last yeah. like, three episodes. Yes. I do like how this started. I think it was really snappy. It was getting sort of the point across. I don't know. I felt like it was kind of like it, it was batchy again, you know, yeah. and I, I really like that. You know, we have this like, I don't know, a sentiment too of like, it's really nice to have Echo back and like we're kind of, I don't know, yeah. it kind of feels like we're back in our groove, right? It did feel like we were back in our groove. I like the immediate sort of like, all right, this is what's going on. This is what we're trying to do. Let's do that. We have a plan. And then obviously we know that their plans always get fucked up because, you know, that story, that's conflict. Um, Not unlike us being constantly wrong, <laughs> their ideas and plans always go tits up. So, um, it's, I mean, it's always fun to see, though. But I oh, like sure. starting with, like, this is what we're planning on doing. And I'm like, okay, great. How are we going to fuck this up? Um, <laughs> you, you've given me the sort of uh, blueprints. And now I'm like, I'm going to come in here with a fucking marker. I, and I'm I excited. think this is also where i think it's wrecker says something like wow it's so glad i'm so glad we're all together no, it's okay. important so that we're all together i know you just bro- brought up that like we we do get predictions wrong obviously we're not we're not um sibilant oracles yeah so i mean too bad right <laughs> i wish um <laughs> but like we, we did could. kind of we could. i think one consistent and like good thing that i've seen throughout this season is the idea that um like the beginning half of this was like we're a great big happy family and i'm like you know someone's gonna shit's gonna hit the shit's gonna hit the fan and it started with echo leaving and then it's just gotten progressively like more disrupted than than that even um so yeah as soon as we start this episode out with like specifically there's a conversation where they're talking about breaking into this uh facility where the summit is where dr hemlock is going to be they want to plan to tracking beacon so they can figure out where crosshair is right they do not do any of that i love how much that doesn't happen <laughs> like, it was actually kind of wild to me how none how, of that happens it's wild to me how fucked up their plan got because of and we'll get there but god yeah one man but anyway. this conversation that they're having in hunter is like i mean he's all always been the kind of the voice of reason so he's just like we're really outnumbered here uh we're at a huge tactical disadvantage what are we doing and i thought it was actually kind of like not alarm bells but like something was was off about the fact that like because up until this point we've had hunter kind of leading and like echo would have been the only other one who would be like hey actually i think this like tech and wrecker are pretty set to like yeah hey okay yeah fine we'll adapt we'll do that Mm -hmm. like you know for different reasons but tech is the one who's just like yes he does no we need to go get crosshair because we don't leave family behind and i'm like oh this is a weird like turn of events turn of events and like i feel like it it, it, it makes sense because i feel like he's had some personal growth in that mm-hmm. area and like 
So it's not completely out of the blue, but as soon as he said that, I'm like, uh oh, something's up. Yeah, no, for sure. Oh, for sure. Because again, like, not that Echo would have been the one to deliver that sentiment anyway. Yeah. But because he's like not exactly like super buddy buddy with crosshair for a number of reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, so it makes sense that it's like one of the like OG Bash members, but like usually that sort of type of sentiment is something that like it would be a hundred percent on Omega, and Omega does like jump in. But it is know? Tech but who immediately was like, "No, this is what we're doing." Yeah, and Hunter's like, "Okay." <laughs> Hunter's like, "And I'm and Hunter I yield the floor." <laughs> Hunter is becoming a leaf in the wind. Hunter is like so goddamn tired i think he's just tired especially since echo his space wife has not been here um <laughs> he's just like i'm so tired that's fine we could do it it's whatever i just like it's so wild to me too and again all of this stuff that happened at the beginning of this episode is so suspicious is it smells real funky when you take into account what happens in the next yes. episode beginning um another thing that i did not enjoy but did not kind of it didn't set off these same alarm bells in my head is a uh, tech community <laughs> being like we need to go um was this weird interaction that he has with, with fee, fee yeah. which like you know what ship it if you want to that's totally fine i'm not a fan of this no it feels unnecessary and i guess now the only reason that i could see it being in this episode is to give us a little more like oh no yeah no Tech exactly quote fell to his death i don't think he's really dead i don't either like giving us a little more like oh no like she's like you know i don't know give me the details yeah no, back. for sure we i was thinking the exact same thing because i was like now it kind of feels weird because like in the narrative he's dead to the characters he's dead so we can you know run with and, the thought and listen we all know that when someone falls to their death they're not really dead. It's again. So I'm going to continue holding on to that. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's it's like in fiction when people are like, the body was too burned to make an identification. I'm like, well, because that's not the person you think is dead. That's as we like to else. say, if you can't identify your loved one face, loved one's face, you've got, got a an, case. An you've, got, case. you've got an open case. <laughs> we really bungled that one. It's okay. <laughs> We're still workshopping we do, it for our we, PI business. But we do say that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, it just. I feel like when tech dies in the next episode, sorry, I'm like, like the people listening to this haven't Again, already this seen the episode. this is going to be chock-a-block full of spoilers, so if you haven't seen the- Why, why are, are you, you here? Why are you here? Go back and watch the episodes and then come back. Oh my God. Unless you like have a lot of anxiety and this is like, we're sort of like your version of- If you have a lot of anxiety die. about this, tech quote unquote falls to his death Um, and- You can just look this up on the internet. You can look it up. It's fine. Um. Anyway, that being said, uh, I feel like when he died, I started realizing, I was like, is the reason that they put this fee stuff in there because they wanted to like make us feel like, oh, he's dead, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he missed out on a whole life with fee, you know? Like, is it, is was that the reason? Like, which like- it's kind of a weird reason. It feels very cheap to me. It does. And we'll get to when we, he actually, like, we'll get to, when we get to the part uh, where he dies or he falls to his death. It. Where, yeah, he where gets he, et. he gets et by the uh, void. Um, <laughs> the- we'll talk about that more, but like. But right I, here, I, this conversation with Fee, which I think is interesting. I think it's an interesting way to characterize him. I kind of like that again. He's really uncomfortable and it's not like he 100% has become like Mr. Suave and he's oh, like, yeah, oh no. yeah, Fee, I love you. And then they like Take- smooch or something. <laughs> Taking this, this scene at face value, I enjoy the characterization of him. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I don't love the like more romantic kind of hinting at things because she kind of hints that she's like have feelings for yeah, you. Yeah, she does say 
when a friend is talking to you, it's called a conversation. I was like, okay, but like she says that, but then she's just like, like, you know what I mean? Like she says something like that. And I then he like pretty much it. doesn't say like anything the whole time. No, which like again, the characterization was really good. Yeah, I, I think he's really like well characterized in this, and like I don't know, I just think that they're like going a little more too in the romantic direction than like. Again, we talked about this when we were watching this episode, but we d- we don't really have a lot of like, it's not that Fee and Tech kind of bounce off of each other and like they're kind of immediate like fun little foils to one another. Like she's kind of fun and experiential and he's more like task oriented and I-, I like data and stuff like that. Like they're not, they don't, they didn't immediately like hit it off as like kind of fun pals. Um, Like it feels this weird romance feelings thing was kind of forced in the last uh, couple episodes last couple episodes because the, and like i don't know all of the times that we're like oh are they something it's just been like they're hanging out like they're having one conversation they're kind of looking at yeah. each other strangely it's like we missed something which like i don't love that characterization of their friendship or relationship in in that aspect um, yeah not to mention my own personal feelings of just like i don't like it when we bring in a random love interest for like, I don't know. It's weird because it's such an ensemble cast, right? Yeah. Or like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It feels like, like they're really like a, a, a tight group of like archetypes and stuff too. And like bringing in like an extra person just feels a little, I don't know, superfluous. So now, story, yeah. I guess. And, and now that we know what happens to him, I'm like, did you guys just bring this in here to make yeah. it feel like he's like there was a bigger losing loss. more because yeah. like, I don't feel like that was super necessary. I mean, we've been like hitting really hard, the like idea of family and like i don't know i I think that that was enough family and friendship like i don't think you needed to add this like it's not like if we didn't have fee i wouldn't be sad about him dying like you know and even so i just i don't know yeah so this was interesting again i think if maybe this conversation and previous conversations ish you know snippets of scenes that we've seen played off more as like yeah like buddies i feel like it could maybe have been a little bit sweeter i don't know i think the music here too was kind of like very like sort of a star wars uh romance theme yeah um and i don't know it just is interesting i like his characterization here i think Mm -hmm. it's sweet i i like that fee also gets like a little moment with omega here yeah i would have appreciated if we'd seen her in like one other episode because we so far only see her in like a very small amount in the first episode when when they're talking with sid and then and then entombed and then the first pabu episode yeah not the second pabu just episode. the first one <laughs> just the first um, one yeah it's hard it's like i like fee i like that she's kind of like uh i don't know she's sort of like the indiana jones sort of like swashbuckling yeah. character we get but she has kind of like a sweeter side to her but like i don't feel like when it comes to tech's character it, it was really played off in a way that I like don't, felt I don't natural. I don't understand like the I mean like what connection. do I know about relationships? But no, but I mean like you're you're crafting this narrative and you have these characters, right? These aren't real people, so like you're in control of their every moment and yeah. line and feeling a bit, to an extent. Yeah, I was also gonna say it's interesting that you mentioned like it, it feels like we are missing things. Like, we haven't seen everything. It feels like time pass- has passed, but not in like a, oh, we kind of get the gist of what has happened. Like, it's not like, oh, we've been spending a lot of time on Pabu. It's not like Pabu was introduced, like, way earlier. And, like, we have this idea that they have been going back to Pabu and yeah, hanging out. Yeah. Like, it's just... Um, I, I guess all that to say, I remember uh, we were talking about, I think it was during the mid-season episodes where I really liked when like in Echo leaving and the conversations that he had in that yeah. episode with people, it felt like we, the viewer had not seen everything, but they played it off in such a way that worked really well. 
like because when he goes yeah. and makes that decision it's like because we're kind of seeing it through the eyes of omega who didn't really know what was going on and so we only kind of understood like that he probably has had conversations with other people about it in the background yeah this though just feels like uh incomplete i guess well okay because we're not seeing this through anyone's pov yeah, exactly. it's just us and like it's kind of omega's uh, talking about echo leaving like it's omega's kind of child childlike kind of like we're gonna stick together forever and we're family like idea being confronted with the fact that sometimes that's not always the case yeah um and also that was a really in character um Thing. moment for echo like yeah. of course that makes sense like we've been basically hinting at this at him wanting to rejoin rex since they met him again on uh in season one when they got their chips removed right like he's been hinting at that for a while yeah. it makes sense this is this just kind is of... just like oh we needed to introduce some sort of other ex like external conflict so that like when tech goes missing slash dies it it hits a little bit harder or like we needed to kind of force his character development which like I'm not a huge fan of, like, this relationship being a part of his character development. Like, yeah. oh, he's becoming more normal. And I'm like, I, I don't love that kind of implication. Again, it's not like they're in a full-blown relationship or anything. But I, I don't yeah. like that direction that it was going No, in. I think that's a fair point. I Yeah. And again, I... I I like some of these little parts we get with tech. I like that we're like seeing him more obviously as we've been talking about um, and that he's kind of like learning how to be not necessarily more normal, but like understanding like the experience of being a human person. Well, here's the thing. We've been seeing him grow in the relationships with the people that he's around. Yeah. And that's that is um, satisfying to see. Right. This relationship that he has with Fee, like she's not part of their group. We've seen her a couple times like and we've had no kind of like, oh, yeah, they're really good friends now. Like it, it just feels a little forced and yeah. i don't really know the total purpose of it yeah no so like all that to say is that like i i feel like in none of the previous like parts when it comes to like the batch and like tech changing and stuff it's never like you need to be more normal it's yeah. just like oh wow like you're kind of like becoming more comfortable with like our new yes. life and stuff and like i feel like again not that like they in they intended this with fee but i feel like a lot of the stuff like it's it's kind of like oh i need to teach tech how to be like a normal person but it kind of comes off as like especially in this conversation we have here in this episode where it's like oh you don't know how to talk to people like you know you don't know how to converse with people like humans do yeah. so like you need to like you know not necessarily that she's like oh you need to do this better but it's like he clearly like, doesn't communicate in the exact same way like she's not being rude to him but at the same time she's not being totally <laughs> giving him the space to like i don't know I, I feel like her being upfront would have been like way better and i think it would have hit a little more i mean i again i don't like the relationship that would have formed there but like if you really wanted to if you really wanted it to hit i think you her being upfront about it would have been a little bit better yeah i also just feel like again and i just i mean i said this earlier but like they didn't it's not like they immediately were like buddy buddy like i think fee especially as a character of like a treasure hunter and she's got like a lot of this lore in her head could mesh really well with like a lot of the way that tech receives and understands information like he could have become really interested in like oh tell me about like this historical thing or like i don't know it's just like a, a trading of information that like would mean more to him than like these weird conversations or weird moments that they've had or weird yeah. looks that they've shared because again he's not a he's not like oh i'm reading your body language I'm very attuned to your facial expressions. Like that's not the kind yeah. of person he is. And I just don't feel like it's hitting that way. Yeah. I also think like contrasting the conversation that tech and Omega have when they are trapped in the caves 
uh, the episode before the boy mine episode. Yeah. Um, where they get to have a really sweet conversation. That was a really sweet episode. I right. Like where one. Tech gets to gets to talk about Omega uh, to Omega about mm-hmm. like, you know, like people leaving and like, you know, how that's it's different for him. And he doesn't always like say the same things or like act the same way. It doesn't mean that it, it is worth less to him. Right. Yeah. Like, I really love having that conversation because I feel like especially for someone like Tech, who is kind of autistic coded like it's a it's a nice reinforcement subtly to be like hey people communicate different ways and that's and that's fine yeah you know it doesn't mean that things mean less to them it just means that they're not showing it how you think how you would show it right and so like this conversation with fee is a little like weird i think also when thinking back to that because she's just like oh you know like i want to have a conversation with you and he's like clearly very uncomfortable and she's just like kind of keeps pushing it yeah again not that she's being a dick or like this is really like insulting or anything but it's just like that conversation with omega was a really good conversation about like deep important things because omega was upfront with her feelings she was like it makes me sad that you don't seem like you miss echo or care about that like what happened that we lost echo and he's like it's not like she gave him that and he so he was able to be like oh i see what your issue is here's my response to that yeah um, this is just like uh, Fia's being a little bit too, I guess. Fia's like, like, don't don't cheat on me. <laughs> yeah, like, and he's just like, we're about? not. I, I don't know. <laughs> she's like, as long as it doesn't involve other pirates, and he's like, well, it's not going to because we're not doing that. And she's like, that's not. And what she's I like, meant. you know what I mean. And he's, he's like, like, I, I don't. don't. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like a really weird, cagey conversation felt that felt weird. so forced. It felt weird. And then again, it just feels like. It, it kind of was like we did this to legitimize and make it sadder that he died. Anyway, we have spent no, I know we've spent, we've but spent it's just twenty <laughs> minutes talking about the first scene in no, one episode. Okay, and we're not going to spend twenty minutes on the rest of the scenes. All are you sure we don't need to talk about the ships coming in? To <laughs> no, the but Imperial I just base. like that. Really, I, I'm not a fan of yeah. of what they've set up there. Um, I, I don't really. Again, all first season we talked about like, does this fit the narrative? This is useful. I don't know what the use of this is, other than just like we wanted to give tech girlfriend yeah like which he doesn't need i I don't yeah i also was trying to think about like other types of like romantic relationships in star wars animated shows and it's weird because for the most part it's like (laughs) stuff that happened off screen so like yes what are you laughing no i'm just like the only two i can think of are like anakin and padme which obviously like they're established married yeah um and then just like all of obi-wan's paramours um flirtationships and like he is the slut friend yeah no i um, the other one i was gonna bring up is kanan and hera who but again, act like a married couple well, but they're basically like they're, they're the from, anakin and padme of yeah. of rebels and that like they're established they have a relationship yeah, yeah. like and we're not when touching we, that. the series starts we they have that yes. relationship their relationship doesn't really change no. they're always like the married couple yeah that very much is a family unit and then that show ends and we see other things yeah um but yeah so it's like weird the potential of seeing like a romantic relationship happen on screen because it feels awkward like i don't really it feels weird to me again it's because i don't see the purpose of it there's no it's not like all first season tech was like pining for somebody or like he's like why won't i ever fall in love with a woman yeah like i don't (laughs) know i never know the warm embrace (laughs) Yeah, like, it's, I don't know. It was, there was no setup, and then they were suddenly like, this is happening, and then it's like, oh, and he's dead. 
it's so weird it's kind of like weird whiplash it is and these episodes were like a little whiplashy to me anyway anyway i'm sorry i I had a lot of thoughts about that specifically but the story does continue the story continues Um, as you might assume yes um we see hemlock getting to this planet whose name is iriadu iriadu which i keep thinking it's iridu um (laughs) so i got confused in the middle of this and i thought that they were i thought that when hemlock was at this summit on iriadu that they were breaking into mount tantus but then i realized that they i also thought that yeah and i got confused halfway through because i'm like wait why are they going to Ariadu? they don't need to go to the political summit and i'm like they need to go they need to figure out where so i like that we have this very like heisty plan that's like we're gonna break in we're gonna plant a tracker on his ship so that when he leaves we can follow him and And i was fully expecting that plan to go off with some hitches but like generally go off and then like the next episode we would pick up on yeah yeah yeah. um Um, didn't go that way doesn't happen uh i do like that we um well we get to see uh, governor tarkin old liver spots himself um here in person for the first time since i believe the beginning of season one this yeah. is, there's just like a lot of more vague conversations that happen when they're here it yeah, doesn't so happen we, now but yeah um we we have some fun action like i I'm, i think i'm always a fan of more like infiltration sort of heisty heisty espionage-ish sort of action and we do get a lot of that here we get tech like taking the um i don't know he disables some kind of sensor and they're able to sneak yeah. on without more or less and they're like hanging on the side of a monorail yeah, very fun very cool yeah, action yeah, yeah. um very good with all of that love it love it <laughs> love it or list it, or list it. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so we go from like Hemlock and the other sort of Nazi schmucks talking to the batch infiltrating, getting onto this planet. Uh, so then we have <laughs> riding the monorail to the base. <laughs> then we have like, which, okay, this scene is important when all of them are kind of gathered around this table. So there's like, we are gathered here today. Mowage. This is the second uh, episode in a row that we've talked about Princess Bride. Princess Bride slaps. Um, it does. But yeah, so I, I think this is an important thing to talk about in that. Uh, so this is the summit. This is Tarkin's summit. Um, we've got some people. We've got it was notably. In fact, sort of a political <laughs> summit. I'll give you that one. <laughs> I was right. Um, we have actually. Um, I don't know who any of the other people are, but we have Tarkin. We have uh, Krennic and we have Hemlock. Those are the three like main guys. Um, not gonna lie, I was like waiting for Charlie Rampart to bust in. The he never does. I hear goddamn episode because there's a chair. There's an empty chair. There's, there's empty an chair empty there. chair. And I'm like, was that for Rampart? Yeah, no, I was thinking the same thing. And like, hey, maybe it was for Rampart. And they're like, we can't. We haven't. We haven't backfilled his position no, yet. Not yet. I don't even know what his job was. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, this is a really interesting conversation. As a design note, I really like that they have this weird like dome projector, but like yeah. we're seeing all the shots are through it. And so a lot of these people's faces are like partially obfuscated mm-hmm. and it becomes very like weird and eerie because yeah. of that, even though the conversation they're having is so incredibly vague. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this conversation is so vague and I, I kind of expected that for like, you know, whatever Tarkin's up to because he's not the OG villain of this. Like at least he's not the immediate villain. He's kind of always in the background he's as the villain. He's kind of like the vague big bad of yeah. the- like we know who he is we we unequivocally know that he's bad he's not gonna like you know redeem he's, himself he's, he's not a concern to us at the moment he's it's not like oh we're interested in his like you know <laughs> Ooh, uh, i wonder how motivations and like yeah no like he's time. an evil shit bag so like he's a nazi, so, like, he's a nazi. yeah <laughs> he has so, one flavor <laughs> yeah so like i i expected his conversation with like maybe some of the other ones to be a little 
uh, more, but like, I don't know. He's talking about like descent and like rampant self interest and stuff. And he's like, we need to figure this. We need a unification strategy, okay? A galactic unification strategy. Which, like, and this he's just, is just like, like Hemlock, propaganda. the scientist. <laughs> what do you have? And Hemlock is just like, hi, I have even more vague shit to say. <laughs> he's like, hi, you may know me as he's- Gary Hemlock. I don't remember what his name <laughs> I is. I love that they're having this summit to be like, here's our problem. We need galactic unification, and the stormtroopers aren't really doing it. So what yeah. do we have? And Hemlock is like, I need some time to do science. Yeah. I don't have answers for you. He's like, I need to unlock the Kaminoan secrets of uh technology and cloning and, and then whatnot. we'll be gooch and it's like yeah. but what are you trying are you trying to mind control everybody i don't like that's what i'm so confused one about. of the most frustrating things about these two episodes is that we do not get any, any farther of a look into hemlock's goals no or any of the empire's all. goals we get this like vague ass answer of like you know we'll have an enlightened society using their advanced tech but like what does that mean i don't no, and I just, like, I would have wanted, like, give me a specific morsel of information. Because, yeah, they're speaking really vaguely. And, again, we know what happens in the Star Wars universe in the future. And right. also and, we get a throwaway line about one of those things Yeah, here, so but, it's like, been brought up, the Project Stardust, which is obviously a, a reference to Rogue One. Yeah. And obviously because Krennic is fucking there. Yeah, um, I love that Ben Mendelsohn makes an appearance <laughs> in this episode. They did a really good job they actually with his, did. With his uh, <laughs> likeness, yeah. No, but, like, we, we have that. So, like, I mean, obviously all roads lead to the Death Star. But, like... Not unlike Rome... <laughs> They do all lead to the desert. But, star. like, obviously, we've got some complications and confusions. And, like, we've never heard of Hemlock, right? It's not like he's a, a pole from, like, the movies or whatever. Yeah. So, like, he's new to us. What does he want to do? How can we link him to, you know, what happens in the future? Any kind of hints. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. That's why... Just- Unlocking the secrets of Kaminoan technology in order to create an enlightened this guy society. Sounds like he's just like doing a bunch of weed and then maybe trying to do science. If I were Tarkin and he got up there and said that, I'd be like, "You're fired." He'd be like, "Either you submit a proposal or you're." You just fired. gave me the longest ass thesis statement. I need your fucking supporting evidence, bud. <laughs> I just like that's why I think last time we talked, like I, I say that like we the only times we talk are when we record this <laughs> podcast. We're actually not friends at all, and we, we don't, don't live, live together. together. Oh, I guess what I was trying to say before is just like, I would have expected that at this juncture in the season finales, we would have gotten some concrete evidence. Yeah. And again, like you were saying, (laughs) if I were Tarkin, I probably would want some concrete evidence here. Uh, Because we haven't seen, other than like that one other episode, uh, we haven't seen Tarkin and um, Hemlock talking about anything concrete or specific do you think they only talk in vague conversations i work with people like this it's really infuriating like i just like the vagueness You're like what does that mean and what does that mean i don't know what you're talking about but like i know that we have some sort of, we have in the future timeline of star wars talk about cloning stuff obviously we have snoke which is insane and forgot i hope, about forgot hope about him no one ever gets there it's kind of like i hope snoke becomes like the new midi-chlorians where like no one ever mentions it but it's like there um <laughs> not not to shit on midi-chlorians i don't really give a fuck i think the snoke stuff is a little bit more egregious but like and in remember in mando episodes which is like i haven't been watching the new season no but obviously. i know that like this cloning stuff has kind of come up I think. Oh, in the new season. I has. think in the new season, it definitely has come up in previous seasons. Well, I would hope like, it does because we're on the third season and we haven't had fuck all about it. You're talking about Mando? For Mando, yeah. yeah. Um, and that guy. But that's another conversation. That sort of 1970s Beatle looking friend. That's another conversation um, about yes, Mando. Yes, it is. 
but that's like the only thing I can think of that's like something that connects to something in the future. But that is also really vague. And like, well, again, I, the, the I feel that, like we need some like hard sort of cornerstones of evidence and story to push us forward at this point in Batch. Because here's what we have so far. Nalase and the Kaiminoans technology largely was about cloning and like, uh, as he says, molecular alteration. Okay. We, we know that from like the batch, right? They they did alter them to be slightly different, right? It wasn't just a straight up like clone job. A clone <laughs> uh, job. Clone, like, weren't they just like clone this man? I'm like, okay. They were like clone this man, but make him stronger. Make him stronger. Make him make look him, like Clint Eastwood and make him smell good. <laughs> like, <laughs> that sounds like which a- one of them smells good? Do you think? <laughs> and by smell they good. all smell like peony. <laughs> by smell good, I mean I have the ability to smell things. <laughs> oh. The Febreze boys. <laughs> the moment it came out of my mouth, I'm like, that makes sense. I'm like, she's not going to get this. So all we know is that like Camino technology has a lot to do with cloning, right? They have uh, successfully uh, molecularly altered them, I suppose. I mean, I guess they made the genes we, a we, girl. We know. They did that. Um, well, well, we'll see about that. We don't. That comes up in the end. Uh, I'm of. talking about with Omega. I know. Which I guess technically isn't a genetic replica. If you're going to change the biological sex of somebody. Yeah, you have to change the chromosomes. Yeah. Anyway, um, we know about I the, say, like, we know I know about the cloning. anything about biology. We know about the <laughs> fact that they can change people. Um, we have, they wanted a Zillow beast. They got one for some reason. Um, they have it. We don't know what they're doing with it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, all of these pieces are not um, coming together. I was hoping that they would come together at the season finale, but we've gotten absolutely no concrete. Okay, it's not so like... like Using the Kaminoans cloning abilities and the Zillow Beast's like uh, the after fact- credit scene of of the season finale is just like someone with a PowerPoint. Slide. It's Hemlock giving the PowerPoint. It's all in Comic Sans because <laughs> he doesn't know what fucking fonts. Like are. at this point, and and this is just because uh, at at this uh, juncture in like media and this sort of like genre, it is a little bit um, foretelling that they would probably want to make some kind of like perfect super soldier kind of race yeah. that's the on uh, well, the fact that they're nazis um yeah <laughs> that's the only thing that i could see as being like the the goal here yeah, but i would like a little more than just me speculating that based on the yeah, fact that yeah. a lot of genres again uh, do this or a lot I of things in this genre do that feel like we could speculate a lot of things and again like you could speculate that like are they wanting to make like their own force people? Like, I think that's kind of something that comes up in those Mando episodes too, in the first season or episode, I think singular. Um, I was like, is that the goal? Are they just trying to get super soldiers that are like, have that are like perfect soldiers? Like they don't ask any questions. Like they're got no brain in there. I don't know though, because like, again, we don't really have any specific details that have been shared with us. And that's kind of why I thought in the second episode, they would go to Mount Tantis and they would like uncover some information. Some more. Intri- yeah. Yeah. And and instead we just get again in it. At some point I was like, this is going to be a cliffhanger. Cause like, Oh yeah. There's, there's no time started way. running out and we were like, I'm, I'm like looking at my watch. I'm like, I don't think we're going to get to Mount Tantis in this one. It's guys. wild that they just really kind of don't get there. 
I mean, they do, but they don't, you know? <laughs> Not in the way that I thought. No. Anyway. Uh, again, so just back to, like, the narrative purpose of this whole scene. And, like, I guess we do get a little bit more. Like, one of these guys whose name is uh, Ramoti um, at this evil uh, summit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nazi summit. <laughs> yeah, basically he's talking about. So we get a little more, like, clone conflict. So they're like, uh, there's a bill in the Senate. It's talking about, like, uh, they really care about clones. So, like, you know, what's the deal with that? I will um, also say this is the guy who definitely is voiced by Deep bradley baker and again because of the way that like all their faces are obfuscated he almost looks like a really old clone yeah which is interesting to me but like i don't know yeah unclear i i like i'm interested by that right i am very interested by that but again it's a little it it seems like something that should have happened way before in this season yeah 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 yeah. i think that's kind of what i the the conclusions i started drawing as we were going through these episodes is i wish a lot of this happened earlier so we could have more payoff this feels like a classic started writing a happy birthday sign and ran out of room on the sign for the letters (laughs) and i mean that in the kindest way possible i think i'm not here to shit on this show i love this show so much but it, it, it we're here to like professionally critique it, we're putting our monocles on <laughs> as an audience member it did feel like it took away from the successfulness of this season yeah in in, in the narrative and the fact that we just don't i, I don't know we just kind of don't know i don't know what the threat is here yeah. other than like nazis but like yeah they're always a threat what are they trying to do specifically and how does it interact how with our with our Nazis? like with our main characters that yeah. we love why like, is it important to them why is it important yeah. to them because we know all, all roads lead to the death star we got that <laughs> we've been there <laughs> how does this connect to the, the main characters of this yeah. story uh and like you said we do get a little throwaway line at the end of this before we like cut to a different you know point of view where Mm -hmm. you know Tarkin asks about Project Stardust and you know uh, Krennic starts talking whatever it's a nice tie-in it's but it's not it it sucks that we get like a nice little morsel of like oh impending doom but it's like from something kind of irrelevant at this point irrelevant to our story specifically yeah like that kind of was I think just like a nice cameo it wasn't like a whole I'm thinking of I don't know because it might tie into Project Stardust we might see some characters I, I, just, I don't know, especially since well, we can jump there now. But like, especially since later we see uh, Saw Guerrera again. Oh yeah. Well, okay. So we go back to the batch. The batch is trying to get this tracker on mm-hmm. uh, Hemlock's ship. There's some more action sequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I enjoyed this. I like that um, we're seeing Omega do a little more like independent stuff. Like Wrecker's like, "Can you handle it?" And she's like, "Yeah, I can do it." And yeah, she, and she does do yeah. it because we get you know uh, Wrecker and Omega split off from uh, the rest of the boys yeah. who are trying to distract and get information. Yeah, um, the boys who are upstairs in the sort of computer room are realizing that. Um, it's really sup- suspicious that a bunch of the cameras have been turned off. And they're like, we didn't do that. Yeah, that wasn't us. Yeah. And then, like, as time goes on, everyone's like, we got to get out of here because something weird's going on. Yeah. And then, yes, we do have an encounter here in sort of, like, a weird, what looks like a boiler room. <laughs> um, yeah, they discover that the place is basically, like, stocked with a bunch of uh, detonators. Or not. Yeah, like, yeah, like explosives. explosives. Thermal detonators. Thermal explosives. Um, And, yeah, and in, in who walks? Nope. But in? in <laughs> what is it? Uh, who walks in who but walks in but saw Guerrera and that a friend fucking guy um who we don't know who it who is they are yeah um yeah but they're disguised as stormtroopers and the this is a badge of the Guerrera like and then they're like oh it's you um which was a really interesting poll because yeah. um, i did not again, see that coming season one of of this show we have saw Guerrera and um the batch uh having a a conflict and 
a really important conversation yeah. is I would say like expressed the one the conversation yeah. that took us all the way through season one that and we talked the about tone. yeah, yeah. and even to two. now here because the like one of the first things he said says to Hunter is like I, it seems like you guys picked a, uh, a side yeah you, you made, you a, made choice. a choice yeah which again we've been touching on more more now towards the end of this season but um it's been less of like a, a conscious thing it's not like they're deciding whether to do good or bad in this season they're kind of deciding who we are yeah um i kind of like that we get i mean again it was a surprise that saw was here i don't i mean it's interesting i understand why this is why it happened mm-hmm. um it's interesting that we get him again being like oh hey looks like you made a choice you know to to be who you are and i think it's interesting that like kind of the first season was like a lot of them realizing that they have a choice. Yeah. And this season has been like, okay, what, what is that choice going to be? Yeah. I think again, they could have, what choices are we making? Dug with- into that deeper, but a little bit. Um, I do really actually like that. He shows up here because we know from saw in pretty much all of the other things that he's in, that he is a go hard or go home kind yeah. of guy. And we see him doing that here. And, I think when Saw first floats this question to Hunter in the first season, it's like, are you going to like be on board with me basically and like fight the empire or are you <laughs> going to uh, like fade w- with it? Yeah. Basically. Um, and like Hunter and the batch have made their, just their choice and their decision, but like it's, it's to them and their, the loyalty that their sort of family unit shares. Right. And Saw is basically like nothing is more important than, fighting the empire right so we have this a little bit of like a conflict between the good guys here because saw is like we need to destroy the upper management of the empire basically (laughs) and you know hunter and tech and tech and all the rest of them are like no we need to make sure we need to get our guy out you know yeah uh yeah no i think it's interesting and again i do like because i didn't think this episode was gonna go the way that it it went this i was, was i was surprised that yeah. saw came in and then when saw came in and i'm like everything's gonna get fucked because the only thing that this guy does i love saw but like he only fucks shit up he is balls to the wall just like full, full crazy cr- anarchist like yeah. very cool we like this but this like, i like that we have kind of a secondary um an interesting conflict here conflict here yeah because saw is like i mean he he's fighting the empire but um it's yeah. almost like it becomes a conversation of like how you fight the empire yeah. and like is there like subtlety in involved like I, I don't know and I think it's interesting that like going into the next episode too there's like this being one of the things that pushes Hunter to be like we we have to get out of this no game. yeah um, um because it's just like sorry I was gonna say this was a really good external uh motivator and kind of uh, force into Hunter to think about where they want to go from here right because I mean even even since the beginning of this season it's been, are we going to fight the Empire? Are we going to uh, be interested in our own self-interest? Like, what are, wh- where are we going? And, and and we haven't really had that many conversations about this, which I, again, I think on Pabu, the first time we see them on Pabu would have been a really good time to bring this up again and have a conversation about it. And I think that would have made this external force a little more punchy. Yeah. That being said, it's still pretty punchy. I do like that yeah. there is an external force and it's not just like another conversation that they have. Yeah. I like... I so yeah, know. I think that in, the, in the integration of Saw was yeah pretty good. I think it was like an unexpected but good conflict here because yeah. like, again, I think we've talked about like in that first episode on Pabu, we kind of wanted more 
interpersonal like what ideation ideology sort of conflict less of just hints of like are they gonna stay here or are they not and, and more like, of like more an like, actual conversation yeah that you have. where like people maybe have different opinions and we're getting to see that yeah. i like that this is and again i i think it's an interesting introduction to the conversation of like is there a way to do the right thing is one way better than the other yeah which is like an interesting conversation to have i don't know if that's going to come up again in this in this show but I like think it might it kind of has already come up with like echo too yeah. right because like in the last episode hunter was like what you're doing isn't you can't sustain it like yeah. you know you can't fight the empire you know we know how big they are and echo's like well it's not really about fighting them right it's about like, getting all your boys out yeah. yeah it's like what's what's the right thing here like how are we going to go about doing the right thing yeah um so this was an interesting i don't know yeah an interesting unexpected thing i liked it i mm-hmm. like that saw came back i love that he's like hat tip looks like you guys have changed as yeah. people since the last yeah, time yeah this I saw was you. really interesting um we get this really cool shot i don't know if you talk about this what did you call it a oneer? yes uh at the end when they're basically discovered and they have to kind of get out of this boiler room situation it's, it's so cool um yeah no it was a really really neat shot um again these episodes were like very um, well composed really incredibly well composed like very good cinematography very yeah. good lighting yeah. very I, I chef's kiss incredible adored that yeah it's kind of like almost like a mini wonder i guess wonders wonders are like really long shots where they tend to yeah. like track someone through like a hallway like mm-hmm. if you've seen the first season of daredevil's uh nope netflix this is daredevil daredevil's netflix daredevil's <laughs> netflix uh there's a lot of things like that especially when he's like one particular scene where he's like in a long hallway fighting goons I I do remember yeah, that. That's yeah, that's like a big oneer. But I like that they kind of mimic that here, and they get to like wrap around corners yeah. with characters, and the the camera kind of tracks with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a lot of cool, yeah, like cinematography. Yeah. Uh, uh, in these episodes, um, I really like that. Thank you for calling that out because I totally forgot about it. Uh, at this point, right, we're all trying to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. So Saw takes his guys, non-gendered guys, and uh, and and I think s- it does skedaddles. This is saying it is a female. They're called partisan, I guess. Partisans. That's what I guess that's what his group is called. Oh. Um, and they get out and then the batch is also attempting to get out. Yeah. Uh, they do not get I, out as <laughs> quite as easily. Oh the, and the saw does uh blow every right? fucking thing. And up. they he he does not accomplish his goal to kill all the people in this fun song. I again I think <laughs> what's really interesting about Saw as a character, and I like that he kind of like he doesn't really have his own thing. He just kind of like pops up in other places. Cause like he's yeah. in Rebels too, and yeah. obviously he's in Rogue One and he's in Clone Wars and he's in this show. Every goddamn time it's like he is balls to the wall and he like doesn't really think about other things so like yeah he just like kind of fucked someone else's plan that definitely would have worked and he didn't even really accomplish what he wanted to but he's kind of like uh an anarchist right so like he's he's fully in that yeah um but yeah so there's there's running now we're running they're running (laughs) they have to get back to the ship via these rail cars um i'm trying to remember I, I, when, like where when the happens episode what. yeah stops i think literally so they're they're leaving they get on this rail car it's like two cars connected they're shooting at the stormtroopers who are also in there with them um by this time they've realized that people are like breaking into the base and so they cut oh, yeah, the, the power the troopers and are after them. i think we we leave the ep- this episode off on they're like they're ha- stuck they're out of yeah. power hanging and tech is like this is gonna be an issue yeah and i'm like don't um, say that <clears throat> don't say that always gonna get worse uh yeah so we that is where we leave off in that episode can yeah. you believe that we have taken 49 minutes to discuss well here's the one thing episode? It, yeah i can because 
that's a usual length of our episodes. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> and we're we're looking at two episodes here. That's and fair. there's a lot to talk about. So there is a lot to talk about. This is just going to be a longer one. Buckle the fuck up, kids. Yep. Okay, shooting ourselves <laughs> into the next episode, which is Plan 99. Uh, we find the batch still in a stolen rail car, suspended yes. over a drop. We don't know because there's clouds and it's very far, I guess. Plot twist, it's not very far at all. Can Tech's you imagine fine. if it was like 10 feet? <laughs> Tech is fine. Except for that one spot we see on yeah. when they go in the way in that's like super far. But just it's just like, like a big uh, hole. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I just, um. I don't. And we're going to get there so quickly to the, all the things that we keep talking about. But anyway, another rail car comes up the other line. It's full of stormtroopers. They They're start shooting. getting shot at. Uh-oh, more um, trouble. We, there's no power. Echo is trying very hard to get the power back on. Essentially, Tech is like, I can get the power back on, but I have to get up on the rail to like one of these pylons. Uh, at the same time, Tarkin's like, um, just get some uh, ships out there and uh, shoot them. And they're like, um, there's our own guys out there. And he's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's giving asshole. <laughs> Um, <laughs> it's giving villain Nazi villain. It's giving villain like he's ever been anything else. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also think it's really interesting. So I think this technically happens in the end of the last episode, but it's also in this episode where uh, all the other Nazi freaks who are in this um, summit are like, <laughs> we're going to leave. And then a bunch of what are the same coloration as they as look foxes, like, like Imperial. Imperial. They look like um, Coruscant guard. Yeah. Um, the special guys. The uh, troopers come in, but they're stormtroopers. And then they just do the creepy thing of like everyone. Targan's like, sit down. You yeah. Know? Sit down. Okay, um, grandpa. And then they're just kind of like being held there uh in is like a bomb shelter now <laughs> yeah and so saw's plan fails and also he fucks up all the other uh guys plans so yeah. that's great um, um i i just it's so wild anyway yeah so tarkin is an asshole and sends like ships after them yeah. everyone we, we, is shooting at them we have it's this incredibly situation. uh tense moment i was very actually incredibly tense during this entire yeah, thing for sure um i love to sorry special shout out to like at the very end of the last episode or maybe it's the beginning of this episode when Tech has to go up there alone and he's like jumping over the pylon. You're like, do you think Tech's just going to like get at? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So he's trying to get this power uh, working uh, back on and stuff. And I fully thought that he was going to get it working. It's always, you know, at the, at the very last fucking minute, I thought he was going to get it working and then they were going to kind of like have to come back or Tech was going to get um, captured, captured. And they're like, whatever but he <laughs> and then they're like anyway i hated he, that guy he does get the power back on but then like as he's trying to jump back they're like fucking shooting the rail car and it's like hanging and yeah he, and he, he's like on the rail above it like they're shooting at him he jumps on it and then it like falls and he's like yeah and dangling he's, like, suspended i i really liked this also shout out again to the shot here where we get like this wide shot of like the rail car very slowly like coming undone from like the rail above it and then you have tech hanging by like essentially like yeah red right? it's it's really kind of poetic and interesting yeah for um, sure. very good if extremely tense yeah i um, because th- there's kind of this exchange right where mm-hmm. they're they're wreckers over there and he's like tech you got to get up here i need to go get tech etc but like at, at every moment you know they can't really do anything because they're being shot at you know by ships by stormtroopers on the other rail car and like they can't really move because it's like becoming off balanced mm-hmm. and like i really thought for a moment that wrecker was gonna do something crazy and he was gonna die yeah but no a, a tech becomes a hero not yeah, that he wasn't but like <laughs> it, it makes sense because it feels like tech would be we like okay I've, I've calculated the odds you're not like i, I just need to uh take the yeah 
the big one, I guess. <laughs> Take one for the team. Take one for the team. Um, Kick that old bucket right on over. But yeah, so they're like fighting and re- like it's very very for for as much as like sad. I think I think I mean I sad. I sad. Is that your final statement? <laughs> I sad. I don't know. It's always so hard to tell with uh, characters who quote follow their death because again, no body, no body, take- no crime. Not no- true, but. <laughs> No, seriously though, because like I don't know. In the last season finale, uh, or the episode before it, um, a hunter fell eight thousand feet and he was fucking fine. Yeah, I don't know if that's to because a fall of, like, that previously hunt- in that episode they were like that won't be good if we fall that yeah, far. Yeah, I, I loved in that in War Mantle where Gregor's like, if you fall, you're dead, and, and then Hunter's hunter like, falls oh bet, like a worm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like maybe he has a, a great constitution, this lad. But and I just I was, will say yes. the way that. Ted goes out is incredible like i i love that he's like <laughs> i love that like wrecker's just like don't you dare because tech is like we're doing plan 89 which i guess just means i'm gonna die i'm now. gonna i'm gonna sacrifice myself. yeah basically um and i like that tech is just like when have we ever followed orders and then like she yeah, pulls pretty, off the badass. like coolest shot ever yeah. and like severs yeah. the train Can we cars talk about that he shoots through the shutters of the train car to the thing that's connecting them like i thought he was just gonna shoot his own line yeah he shoots the, the well rail because car his line isn't the problem it's the fact that the, like the, the, the whole car yeah. is coming pulling the other one off yeah yeah, yeah. Um, no it's pretty fucking metal here there's no way he's actually dead i i mean i'm holding on here's to my thing though i'm usually pretty emotional about everything and i feel like Sa- when well i was gonna say same that's not true you're on but on the inside yeah um me i i just ever cry and gush tears. and ooze yeah. yeah ooze is a great yeah <laughs> um i i feel like i'm usually pretty attuned to like when people set stuff up to like be very tragic yes here it was l- less so to me and that's I wanted to talk and about this moment. That feels like a point yeah. in the category of like he's not actually dead because like I think when people actually die and it's like final, it's usually like really built up to be like a I, huge loss. I would like, hope that it is, right? Because we have one option that like he's not really dead and so like it feels it, it like it pays off that like this didn't feel like a huge thing. Yeah. Um because yeah, I agree. I was also not feeling like, it was kind of it was a surprise, actually. I was like, no way is he going to... And then he yeah, does. Yeah, um, But it didn't feel like the level of tragedy. N- I know. No. Level of tragedy being like, these are the same writers who did season seven of Clone Wars, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Which is like, tragedy upon tragedy upon tragedy is like literally like the end of everything. And and the same they have the ability to write that. Last season's finale, which yeah. was actually really tragic, but... Um, and again, way. we talked about this a lot in our uh, on <laughs> oh, our episodes over and over of season one, where like it's not always like uh, the most important consequence is not always death, yeah. right? I was like, when this happened, I was like surprised and also immediately a little angry because I'm like, this doesn't feel yeah. like it had enough. It it well, it just doesn't. What is Tech's death doing? Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and other than like later in this episode we we maybe see the uh the batches in um is very sad but also like maybe it's another thing that pushed hunter to be like we're just gonna stay on pabu i think we're like taking ourselves out of this fight but at the same time it doesn't we were already kind of like it's not like that's what pushed it over the edge like i think hunter was already like i think he was already leaning towards this idea we've seen him waffling on this back and forth it's not like when Tech was hanging there and he's like gonna shoot. He was like, "Go live your life, <laughs> get out of here, you stupid animal!" Like 
it's not like his last words were like, you need to protect Omega. Do like, what I never life. got to. Yeah, exactly. Live on the beach. Drink Mai Tai. Cool pe- yeah, like, bye. <laughs> like, it's not like that was the, the like, last sentiment that would have connected us to that idea of, like, hunt, be, hunt, pushing Hunter to the place where it'd be like, you know, we actually can't do this anymore. Yeah. Like, I get that it is connected, obviously, because it's, like, a tragedy and they do kind of talk about it, but it's not, like, a huge push and it also, again, it felt like not as tragic. Like, can you imagine? Because I'm pretty sure there was music when this was happening. Yeah. No, it was like can you imagine moving, but it if wasn't. He cut his line and there was no sound. That would be even more tragic. That's like, that's what I'm saying is like the, the, cues... the music is moving, the silence is tragic. Yeah. Like, it didn't feel like underneath all that, it was giving character death. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving character death giving tragedy you no know? It, it is very much giving like i'm dead wink <laughs> because i feel like here's the thing though like they could have even if i don't i don't fucking know what they're planning but like especially since later in this episode fucking hemlock is like this was all that was left of him is goggles yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. like okay so you went and you got him yeah yeah, yeah but like even mr that, though, i want a lot of clones to experiment on <sighs> sure you just left him to die yeah um i got a fucking robocop tech um <laughs> Yes. Um, he has good eyes. Taking now. tech to a whole new meaning. <laughs> Living La Vida Loca. He's not. I I feel like the, there is a possibility that if he is actually alive, they did this all purposefully. They like really made his yeah. death kind of quick and yeah. like kind of like just it just happens. It's not like super drawn out really. Like the whole part is tense, but like. Him falling to his death is not like a huge. Yeah, it could have been worse, right? Yeah. I. But like, can you imagine if they made that scene horrendously tragic and then he's not dead? Like later, yeah. Like that would feel yeah. really awful. Exactly. Like because I, I feel like you as the viewer also become like part of the grief. Yes. And like when they really are able to spin the story to m- pull you into that, and then having him not be dead would be like really shitty. <laughs> Well, because then or I think it it's like literally like, like we're we're setting it up to just be fully like oh oops surprise like yeah it or it this feels, feels like, like if you are paying attention yeah you'll kind of get it but I, f- I feel like those points or like those media things where like they really set it up like someone's dead and they end up not dead it just feels like a, an afterthought that they're like oh actually we want these characters to be alive yeah this cough, cough DC Comics um <laughs> I love them but like yeah that is happens constantly yeah. so so tech eats it. So technically, quote unquote, eats it. I refuse to believe so. I think yeah, yeah, that he's yeah. still alive. I, I think for c- all these reasons again, and more, I don't think he's actually. He dead. is one of the a core member of the our main characters, right? What is his death serving? And again, you said this when we were watching the episode. Like, so what? We're gonna trade tech for crosshair? Yeah. What's the point of that? Y- yeah, and it's not like we've been setting it up where like there's been any foreshadowing. It's not like Hunter. Again, it's not like Hunter and, and somebody else had a conversation on Pabu. We're just like, you know, we've lost, you know, we're kind of on our own without Echo. And like, I don't want to lose any more of our squad. And, or I don't want to be put in a position where like, we have to lose our squad. Yeah, the concept Any of, of us, not just even Omega. Like, it, it's not like, if, if we had been having conversations or lines or moments like that, I would be a little more willing to believe that like, okay, he's really dead because you were setting it up and then you decided to like continue with this mission and now someone is dead. Yeah, it's not like we had a lot of conversations about the concept of loss. And again, even in this season, we've talked about this, but Crosshair hasn't really been 
a main player. He hasn't really been a foil to these characters. It's not like him not being there was touted as like a really horrible thing still. They kind of like didn't really talk about it. Well, because they lay split on like a, it like on a conflict basically like they were like we're we're moving in different directions it's whatever but like i feel like tech eating it could have been more tragic if like a constant theme throughout this season was like loss which like it kind of really hasn't been i guess if that makes sense no yeah other than echo leaving which again they they really kind of um it, it was kind of like, yeah, we're not going to be together for now, but like, you know, it won't be forever. Or like yeah. that, like, I don't know. It wasn't like, it wasn't, hey, horrible. Omega, I, I really, I have to do this and I don't know if I'm going to be back and I might die. I don't know. Like, it wasn't like, get prepared to, to, to feel go to grief. a funeral. Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't that. It was very like, uh, which, again, and I'm hoping that they're not going this direction of like, oh, we want, we want a big reveal. We want a big, like, surprise, like, like other shows, kind of fan service in a way. Um, yeah. Not fan service is not the right word, but, but just kind of like a cheap. We're going shock, back shock on value, it. shock go. value. Um, that's what I was thinking of. Um, uh, because because I, I think that they can tell a better story than that. They don't need to rely on things like that. Yeah. So and again, that's why I like I honestly am like I wonder if they just kind of cut that out, like it, that this was formatted in a different way because like we didn't want to uh, appear like bringing him back later was like an afterthought. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, and I also think that the like um the uh emphasis on experimenting on rogue clones yeah has been so heavy and i'm like i think if later in the episode uh hemlock hadn't have produced tex goggles i would have been like oh oh no we're going in a direction i don't like but now that he's so he went and looked for him like i don't know i just like yeah like we've had an emphasis on like that's what he wants to do why else would Crosshair be? I mean, I don't know. Again, why wouldn't Crosshair? Why wouldn't they just have killed Crosshair? He seems like he's kind of collecting these folks. Like, yeah, I was. Let me tell you, I was pretty because I, I kind of knew. So, like, my coworkers have been talking about this, mm-hmm. um, and they were like, "Get, get your tissues out," and I'm like, "Okay." I kind of knew someone was gonna get, get, get it. axed. Yeah. Uh, I really, really was worried that it was going to be Echo. And then yeah. I was also worried that it might be like Cody or something, like coming back in the last Where episode. Where is Cody? We can, Where is we he? We can talk about that. He's not here. Um, what is there to talk about? He's just not here. So I was like, honestly, kind of surprised that this happened. Anyway, so I'm surprised that it was tech. Yeah, like you were saying. I, I'm glad it's not Echo. Because yeah. I think if he died, he would be fully dead. Because yeah, he's that, already done the I haven't yeah. actually died thing. Yeah. Um. Okay, so all that to say, after tech eats, eats it, it. <laughs> that rail car fucking zooms and honestly <laughs> it was really <laughs> i felt kind of bad because immediately he falls and there's like the dramatic like no and then like their rail car just like uh gets back up there and goes <laughs> and i'm like i thought that was so funny um uh, and i was like wow they're really booking it um yeah so they like crash out to the, be a bad it's bad thing. yeah and so everyone um, gets super injured and they are basically forced to go back to sid because az is there yeah I will say I really liked this scene. Yes. After they very crash. good. Very good. I, I liked it a lot. I really also like that about two seconds before they crash, you see Hunter fucking like uh, yeah. uh, zoom over to Omega and like grab her. Yeah. Um, presumably to cover her uh, before they all get like legit thrown yeah. out of this fucking rail car and crash. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. So the next scene we see her like waking up. Right. Yeah. And looking. Around. I love the POV because I think yeah. the last time we had this was when uh, Omega gets got and we are POV Cad hunter Bane. and it's Cat Bane. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, I love when they do stuff like this. So I really like there was like a lot of sustained mm-hmm. this. Right. Because she tries to get up and looks around and 
and then falls down again and then we get like her pov which i think is so cool and i love that it's like very disorienting and very blurry and i love that you're like seeing the characters yeah. and like i'm like oh god they're okay kind of yeah and yeah we get this information that they're like we have to get back I, to org mentel i like that we see them being like suffering from injuries yeah. too like yeah. a wrecker comes in with a neck brace when they're back on um org mentel and stuff yeah. like uh, just a little I, bit this more. felt really humanizing yeah. i guess and i feel like this was a lot more dramatic than like the tech Tech no, it kind it. of was. So, it kind of was. It was like I think because again, they're showing us that they I'm can. in denial. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's bad. I mean, uh, you know how many, how fucking many, the sheer amount of fix it fix are gonna be on Ao3 after this? Probably really already good, are. Uh, I can check later. <laughs> but like, you know that they can make things really dramatic and really hard yeah. hitting. Like literally, the next scene is so dramatic. And it again, is. it's just because of like choices of POV and composition and like mm-hmm. the you know the fact that sound is coming in and out. Like I just, I don't know. Like it's just really good. I really liked this part. Yeah. And then again, yeah, we're like, oh, God, we have to go back to Ord Mantel. Yeah. Because of AZ. Yeah. I, I also really like this, like, Omega waking up and being like, oh, wow, like, that was crazy. Anyway, where's Tech? And they're like, Tech is dead. He didn't <laughs> make it. Craziest of crazies. And she's just like, what? <laughs> yeah. I really liked this, like, when they do get back to Ord Mantel and they're, like, in what looks like Sid's back room or yeah. I, I don't know. I do. I, it's really sweet this moment between Hunter and Omega. Yeah, I really like that he's like super concerned for her, very like yeah. paternal and yeah. like I don't know. I I really liked this part and I liked how it progressed of like, you know, hey, we're on Ord Mantel, like you know, where is everyone? It's like the last thing I remember is this, and she's like, oh god, where's Tech? I also really like the choice that it's just Hunter, Wrecker, and um, Omega, yeah, and like Echo is back in the ship, which like not like. I'm sure he's also concerned, but like... uh, He is our pragmatic little boy. Yeah, and like given his like taking a break from the group for a little bit, I felt like it hit... I don't know, just like the tight-knitness of Hunter and Wrecker and uh, Omega. I don't know. It felt like... It felt a little more like there was a huge loss, which like there... I guess there was, but like, I don't know. Um, It felt a little bit more like... I don't know. I feel like really, yeah, like a small sustained. I don't know. It's like it's family unit. It not felt that Echo like isn't it felt like that, this like, is kind of all that's left. Here. Exactly. It's like um, the leftovers. Yeah. Right? So uh, I like this conversation that um, Hunter and Omega have where we kind of learn that like this feels a little bit like the end of the episode. And then you're like, hold on a second. We have like eight minutes left. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but I like that Hunter's like, we're not going to let his sacrifice be for nothing. And she's just like, I, I love that she asked, what does that mean? Like, I mean, I was asking the exact same question. Yeah. So. Um, and Hunter's like, we we are just going to like, it, it's time for us to put off, take off completely the mantle of soldier. Yeah. And like, we are just going to have to take care of ourselves, which is interesting because I feel like that could have meant like, we're not going to let a sacrifice go to waste. We have to find crosshair. I was also thinking that. Yeah. But it doesn't. He says, he makes a decision. He's like, we can't do this anymore. Like, it's not I'm not, it. it's not. Yeah. Yeah um and that like the galaxy has changed and and they they need to make a good life for themselves and he's like do you want to do this and i like that she's kind of a little hesitantly but it's just like okay yeah i also i really appreciate that he asks her if that's something that she wants yeah like i feel like we've kind of uh evolved through time with i i guess kind of in less ways in this season than we did in the last season but Mm -hmm. like thinking about like the second episode of the first season is when uh hunter is like i'm gonna make the you know 
the the unparalleled decision to just like send you with cut and sue i'm not gonna you know ask this is something that you have to do and then flash forward like two seasons and he's like asking her because he realizes that she's not exactly a child anymore and like even though she is is still you know a child it's she's part of this unit yeah whatever's left of it he respects her autonomy yeah and i like that he asks i think that's really sweet yeah Um, it is really sweet he's a good dad yeah i just i thought this whole interaction was like really really touching Mm -hmm. um and then we get and then we go directly at the bar this is the one thing we weren't wrong about one thing we weren't wrong about it's been a few things but no, totally knew what was going to happen. Yeah, I I like this scene a lot, though, oh, because really I feel good. like it is immediately very suspicious because like I love that Sid's pouring a drink, right? And then she gives it to Wrecker and it's it's giving last meal. Um, oh, no, I <laughs> love the moment she was like, this is on the house. I was like, what the fuck did you do? Sid, that's not something you would you ever do. You love money. <laughs> you would charge him no matter the tragedy. No, I, I also really like how quickly these pieces come together because yeah. like we have this kind of dip in action, which is fine with the experiencing grief and on un- Hunter and Omega having a conversation. And then like, you know, it seems like it's kind of continuing with Wrecker at this bar being like upset. Um, and then all of a sudden she's like, I feel sorry about tech. And then she's like, here's a drink. And then we see an echo and uh, Gonky is like. really love those specifically right at the tail end of Wrecker talking oh, with yeah. Sid, right? We're, we both, because there was like a pause in the conversation. We're yeah, both like, yeah. something bad and is her, about to happen she, she's like, And then there is a music cue and then she looks around. She Yeah, she's sh- all shifty. She's like, eyes. well, shifty. Yeah. Um, we're like, oh God, oh no. And then yeah, Echo, who's just like. I think he's just, yeah, he's sad in he's, the cockpit of yeah. the Marauder, which I really like this shot, too. Yeah, I really like it, too. He's sitting there, and he looks over to, like, the pilot seat, and he's, like, sad. And then Gonky is, like, interrupts his grieving time and is, like, yo, fucking Star Destroyer here. That is what Gonky sounds like. Can you imagine <laughs> if that's, like, actually, like, if he wasn't speaking hey, binary? Bitch. He's, like, hey, uh, man, I just want to let you know. There's a Star Destroyer there's here. There's a Star Destroyer just pulled up to this You gonna do planet. something about that, or what? Echo's, like, oh, God, oh, oh no. God. Yeah, so as soon as that happened i'm like sid 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 what did you do sit her in scale back what did we say she's like i'm a yeah i did this yeah, one i did do this uh yeah and then i like that we go back to wrecker and wrecker notices he's like what is up with you yeah like i like that wrecker notices well yeah it's just very like something she's being extremely suspicious like shady, for wrecker yeah. to be like what's up with you yeah i i and i love that she kind of like tries to excuse it away here where she's like you put me in a really bad position well and like, Bitch. yeah you can tell the whole time that she's constantly trying to justify this to herself yeah. because she's feeling bit guilty and bad about it um but she does still kind of go through but obviously it's fucking hemlock like it's the nazis like what are you gonna do about it yeah i mean like it's so wild too yeah i love that sid is like you put me in a bad position what was i supposed to do mm-hmm. like all this stuff and like before they can do anything the empire and yeah. you know hemlock and a bunch of his like uh com- commandos come in here they i love this they try to stun wrecker and they can't <laughs> he's like fuck no he just not like today. gets right up and he yeah. re- like runs yeah. straight into them but they are able to like subdue him and uh handcuff him and then we see obviously the the soldiers going in for uh hunter and omega omega gets away we have this scene here where hunter's like you got to get out of here and like uh, uh, pulls the crate off of the secret back room yeah. tunnel that we knew about from from um our Mouth favorite bees. episode <laughs> infested last season um and i love that he's like go 
into the bug tunnels. Yeah. Get away from here. Go go back to the ship. Yeah, and then Wrecker obviously goes out. There is a small conversation here with Omega and AZ. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on this? No, I mean, it's pretty consistent with her character, and especially given the loss that they've just experienced. She's like, fuck no, I'm not doing that. I'm not losing you guys. Yeah. So she uh, goes uh, back up into the vents. Yeah. I do like, you said this when we were watching the episode, I do really like that she kind of pulls like a what what tech did and what everyone has been doing which is like we don't follow orders like you know she's like i see your direct order and i you because specifically when hunter like puts her in the little he's just like get down on the ladder and take az with you she's he's like that's an order and i'm like bitch when do we follow orders (laughs) um so of course she goes back up but she does do a video game mechanic and she goes through event yes Um, i love it and so we get to see this interaction between um hunter and hemlock and uh wrecker who is the handcuffed on the floor Mm -hmm. um and this is where hemlock well, first of all, I really like that he's like, thank you for your service. This and is a fun. Sid like a money yeah, case. Yeah, this is a fun interaction. Yeah, um, it is for sure. Again, I still like my heart goes out to Charlie Rampart. I still miss him. Still love him. Where the um, fuck is he? <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to see him again. I was really hoping uh, we would see him in this episode. We don't. It's okay. But We're anyway. really holding on to this. <laughs> I'm, I'm warming up to Hemlock as our villain. Like, I don't know. He seems like way more diabolical. Not that, that Charlie needs to be way more diabolical or anything. No. But like, I mean, Charlie had his um his strengths it's just this guy's a completely different completely vibe. different vibe yeah no i i do really like this is extreme villain like villain central villain central to me i love this interaction it's angsty it's like dramatic i love it it's beautiful um but yeah he's basically like where's omega like you need to give you need to give her to me um and of course hunter's just like absolutely over no, to my sir. dead body <laughs> and he's like, is like yeah well that's kind of the point worm? <laughs> oh yeah bet but this is where he, uh, where Hemlock. Yeah, this is where Hemlock is the... like. Yeah, he gives them text goggles. He's like, this was all that was left of him, which is like, I don't know. That's not all that's left of him. We we we've t- we've talked about this. It's 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 weird. not all that's left of him. You would have had a corpse, and not that you should drag a corpse of someone's friend into a bar and show them. But yeah, there's I, some, well, it's, I, it's shady. Le- yeah. Also, you couldn't do that on this show. You couldn't drag a corpse around on this Ye- pro- in this program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so this interaction, Hemlock produces the goggles. Everyone's very sad about it um, because they lost their little guy. The whole time is just is Hemlock being like, I, I'll make you a deal. He does a lot of this, like, I'll make you a deal nonsense. Mm-hmm. Omega is up, like, in the fucking air duct, yeah, like, listening this. to this. And then uh, she, I believe, uh, <laughs> makes the decision to, like, go up to the roof, essentially, with AZ. And she's like, okay, AZ, you go find Echo. I'll make a distraction. And this mm-hmm. is sort of what launches us into, like, another sort of, like, action sequence. So they go up to the roof. They split up. The shots here are really good. I really like that we're seeing the roofs of Ornmentel. Or yeah. And it's, like, very, like, purpley, pinky blue. Yeah. Uh, I love neon. But, yeah. So she, her, her grand idea of distraction is... I'm going to point a weapon at them and they're going to give, they're going to give them back to me is I guess the thought. Yeah. Which doesn't work obviously. Yeah. And of course, Hemlock keeps trying to barter with her and stuff and do his thing. Yeah. I, I like here that like we get some interesting like animation from like Hunter trying to like signal to Omega. He does like these like very minute head shakes and stuff. Uh, I liked seeing that. I don't know. This was, this was an interesting scene. Obviously it was never going to end well. I didn't really predict that they were going to like, that like kind of this is how the episode would end essentially because Omega gets knocked out yeah. by a stormtrooper. Uh, it's very anticlimactic. This like uh, yeah. thing that she's trying to do. It doesn't really come to a head. No, I guess. it doesn't. She gets I mean, got. I, I know she's like 10, but like, 
it is surprising to me that that's what happens. I think it's, I mean, we've seen her be capable, right? So I think this is kind of like a, it's not like, oh, well, she was a child. So like, how else was it going to go? Like, we've seen her be very capable in other places. But I think like, because of all of the emotional turmoil, it doesn't quite hit. Like, she's way more concerned with like, our Hunter and Wrecker okay? Then like, I need to get out of danger. Like, she's not really thinking, I wouldn't say extremely clearly you know yeah um i do really like that so like she gets got right a hemlock is like great we got all of our guys except for that one third guy and, and like he, he's like just go look for him he orders his troops to go find him um we do get a part with echo i will say jumping back i do really like when omega is like coming down from the roof and we see and she's like on like a, a fire escape essentially and we see a bunch of people just like screaming and running yeah and then like you see like an at i think it's at eight oh ac i guess Oh, that was an ATST. I the don't know. bird looking bitches. The two legged walkers. Yeah. Um, you know, you see like these like very white like floodlights, and then you just see like troopers marching, and they're like taking their fucking time. Like yeah. it really was very like invading force occupation y like it, i felt yeah. like it was giving the right amount of like kind of like how scary this is oh for sure especially echoing like sid at the beginning of the season being like the it's only a matter of time before the empire comes yeah. here and like sure enough like smash cut here they are here they are yeah and i like that um it's and it's kind, kind of, of like, her fault yeah it's 100 percent her fault uh yeah i like that word mantel was kind of like oh it's like you know our wild wasteland yeah like, there's no rules here but then like inevitably the empire conquers all and yeah. i like the way that they kind of showed this in in before this like big sort of like, like everyone's scene. shady here but they're all terrified of the empire yeah they're yeah. all like you know on the level yeah yeah so we do get then echo uh jumping around buildings with az and he <laughs> is like az's like we'll never get past all these people and echo's yeah. like we're not gonna hide we're gonna do the exact opposite so he jumps in one of these walkers and then just starts fucking shit up which i love um and i love that we get back to this is how hunter and wrecker get loose yeah i think i believe well it's because echo um yeah yeah it just starts shooting shooting everyone yeah um and i really like that Wrecker's like is that echo and hunter's like yeah yeah it's echo it's, it's for be. sure echo yeah also shout out to the way that Wrecker just like rips the handcuffs yeah, he off. does that zip tie like move where you uh pull your hands down on your knee or something or yeah and it like, like breaks it breaks them i love yeah. that he, i love that you can do that with the handcuffs that they have and i love that he could presumably get out the entire time he was just like waiting for his moment to oh, be yeah. like okay i'm just gonna like hulk out of these like yeah. handcuffs they're like he's like you couldn't stun me you can't hold me um <laughs> <laughs> powerful boy um but yeah i mean like i don't know this is a really interesting um fight gunfight and it's it's fun it's fast but they get away um without omega like they just can't get to her yeah she's gone it is like i do really like yeah this like running and the like you know echo gets out of his walker because it gets destroyed by another one Mm -hmm. and then you know we're all together and we're running and we got to get omega and like you know it's like a race against time every other episode they would have fucking pulled it off but this is fucking season finale they don't they can't do it this I time i think somewhere around here we're like it's gonna be a cliffhanger yeah oh for sure uh, there's no resolution to this um yeah, yeah it just and uh, you know they're running through spaceports and then you know they they just see like their ship flying away and they're like god damn it you yeah. know and i think someone is yelling like we have to get to the marauder and yeah. so they're running to the marauder and trying yeah. to follow them their ship's been damaged somehow and so they just like it's literally like they just have to get in their ship and leave and they fly yeah. through an imperial blockade and then they just get out of there. Yeah. And that's And Echo's basically like we have this last scene with them at the end of the season where here where uh Echo's like there's n- we we didn't get a tracker. There's no way to track his ship. He's gone. Yeah. Hemlock is gone and he has Omega and of course Hunter's just like we cannot stop looking for her in- until we find her. Yeah. Smash cut. <laughs> We're on Mount Tantis again. At that planet called Wayland. Yes. 
yeah, so they, I mean, they, they, they accomplish their goal. They bring Omega and Omega sees uh, Nala say, we still don't get any sort of like, now will you do your cloning for us yeah. of the Zillow beast or whatever we want you <laughs> to you do? Can you make the people who can grow new limbs because we have the Zillow beast, de- beast. beast. <laughs> beast DNA? We we do have a conversation that like he's like will you do what we want you to do now Nalase uh now that we have your little child and Nalase just like bro I can't, it's like fucking impossible and he's just like make it possible at which point I said do you know what science is <laughs> <laughs> I like um, that this guy's a scientist and he's like I want you to like make magic people or something I, it, and she's like I, I would don't love know to know what he's that. trying to do I would love to know it why is everything so vague I don't know. Anyway, then we get the like last thing also of the season. Sorry. Yeah. I love too that at no point was Hemlock like goading Nala say. Like that's a Charlie move, I guess, but yeah. like, you know, a Charlie Rampart move to be specific. So when she he shows up with Omega, she's like, What the fuck is this? And yeah. he's like, your prime minister told me you have a soft spot for her. Will you help me now? Can you like, imagine if like, he hadn't told her that, right? So like, can you imagine if like, weirdest thing. she was like, that's not the right one. <laughs> and he's like, God damn it. That's I, a different child. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Mine, mine has brown hair. Yeah. Um, no. So basically we get this scene where, uh, I don't know. They bring Omega somewhere and they're like, don't move. And then she's just like, oh my God. And they're just like, she's in a room full of like clones, clones. strapped to tables which is a terrifying thought. I love that. Th- I mean, I'm sure there's a reason why they brought in her in here, maybe just to scare her, but I love that they're like, don't move. And there's like soldiers. Yeah. And, she and then does of move. course, one of them is crosshair and she sees that and she's trying to wake him up. And then, and then everyone's favorite woman scientist <laughs> comes in, Emery Carr. It kind of makes sense now why she has a first name and a last name and why that other woman does not have a first name and a last name. Who is that woman? I like how, <laughs> but like, again, at the la- end of the first season, we saw that woman, the yeah. one with the bangs, yeah. not Emily. Uh, Emily. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not emory carr yeah who uh, i guess is the more important person. well she's more important because she's basically like hey omega i'm you but older yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm i'm like i was it's presumably like the first the first like clone which alpha again omega brings <laughs> brings up some questions <laughs> yeah which is well i like she says we're sisters so like obviously they're both clones or maybe or do you think that like Omega is a clone of this woman and not a fucked up clone of Django Fett. No, I think she's, I think this woman was also a clone. You think so? And then she's just grown up or they made her an adult. Like they did with the clones, how they are just adults. (laughs) (laughs) You mean the accelerated aging? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. Um, They made them adults. They came out adults. Yeah. (laughs) They were born adults. Um, No. So yeah, we get this kind of like big bomb drop of news of like, whoa, okay. Which like, now it makes sense why she was wearing those crazy glasses because I feel like throughout this whole season I have being like every time I see her I'm like she looks like Omega kind of but I'm like I chalked it up to just like animation like I don't know this is just the face shape we chose and it it happens to look similar but now it makes sense why she's wearing these fucked up glasses she's like I can't let other people know um also like it's interesting right because we saw her with crosshair and we were both like I don't know maybe she'll flip now she's just I guess I still think that might be on the table. Yeah, I think that might be on the table. I just like, it's so wild to me that they're like, actually, the reason why she was acting so suspiciously is because she's like, she's a, a not maybe not the reason she was acting suspiciously, but like the thing you need to know about her is that she's also a clone, I guess. Yeah. Like, I'm not not a fan of people introducing stuff 
in in the season finale like i don't again it didn't need to be wrapped up like a little bow i think cliffhangers are interesting and i think they serve a purpose uh so i'm not mad at this no but again i feel like we have you've introduced so many questions and we've answered none of them and now you're answering you're introducing another another question so i I feel like we've just been bombarded with question after question and gotten almost no No payoff yeah Um, i am surprised again by these by these episodes because I think again it's hard to compete with the first season which I will 100% say I don't think they needed to try to one-up it I think no. that's like a, a huge pitfall but and it's I, hard and season the second seasons of anything I yeah. think again because like the goal is to continue the story and oftentimes you're kind of in this middle part where you have to kind of set things up and get from point a to point b but that being said I just feel like they could have paid some things off yeah. A, a little more than than was uh than was paid off. Yeah, for sure. I just I don't know. I think like the season 1 finale was just so good and yeah. it had like a really good mix of like tragedy and and questioning and and wrapping stuff up like yeah. it just ended on such a good note. Like I feel like that scene at the end of season the season 1 finale where Crosshair is on the platform and they're like leaving him behind. Yeah. Like that's just like really imprinted in my brain and I feel like that's something that really was like an interesting kind of like oh it makes sense this is like the slow part you know that's yeah. bringing us into the end of the season mm-hmm. this was like non-stop insanity and then also i don't feel like we got a lot of resolution as you said as we've been saying i would have liked some things to be paid off more again i get the utility of a cliffhanger mm-hmm. um i just prefer if we have some more like i like to I be punched you- in the face <laughs> with story no i think that the cliffhanger could have been a little more um punchy if we knew what hemlock was up to yeah because right now it's just like oh worm like uh omega has another clone or like she comes from this lady or what i don't know whatever whatever this this there's some sort of genetic similarities but like again we don't know what what's happening so we can't really relate this in a way to what hemlock is doing you know it's just like it seems very unconnected you've connected no dots you haven't connected shit No one's claiming that they did. Um, But yeah, I don't know. It's just, and I can't remember if we were talking about this before we started recording or when we were recording, but like, I wish they had introduced a lot of this stuff that we saw at the end of the season earlier in the season, like even like pre mid season, Mm -hmm. just to like sprinkle it in, pepper it in. I just, I don't know. I feel like a lot of things happened at the end of the season that didn't get paid off. And I wonder if we could have paid off some of it if we had introduced it earlier yeah i think that's what i wanted from this season Uh, same it feels like there were some moments that were superfluous and i'm not saying that like you can have no movements that are superfluous (laughs) at all (laughs) 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 i'm not saying you can't have any moments that are superfluous but it felt like there was a compounding amount of them Yeah. yeah 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 um i was which makes story really more a lot more difficult to tell yeah if you're not being punchy about stuff yeah for sure and again like this season season had like some really great moments so it's interesting to see that like what it kind of built to i guess in my mind was like not really something that felt connected i guess yeah yeah i just i i feel like i still because we literally just watched the episodes i'm still so confused about like my feelings about it because like i mean it's okay that we're wrong about guessing because that's the nature of the thing but it's interesting that like we we were it was just like completely different than yeah. i thought it was going to oh be. yeah absolutely wild times wild times is that is that it <laughs> is that all we got i think that's all we got i mean again yeah i'm we're going to do a recap. We are going, again, uh, we are going to do a recap. Um, 
we're going to watch the whole season in its entirety of front to back, uh, A to Z. Um, yeah, gather, gather some thoughts and come back with just a little snappy little recap for you next week. Because um, God. Because, yeah, I mean, we haven't watched any of these episodes again. so I would love to get like a big, a big holistic view of yes. the whole thing. And then, yeah, and then make a decision mm-hmm. or a, a vibe. Make a decision. Make a decision. <laughs> decision. <laughs> what decision would we be making? I don't know. <laughs> Have a more complex. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm still a little flabbergasted. There I was, am as just well. a lot, a lot in these episodes. I and they were like really just, fun. I had a good time watching them. We're going to be the Pablo Escobar meme for like the rest of this weekend <laughs> where we're just sitting alone, but With like the thoughts, thoughts in yeah. our head are just like, what is going on? <laughs> How do I feel about this? Yeah. So, uh, well, we will pick up with you next week and once again thank you for fucking joining <laughs> us like uh, for an entire other season what, was, what a roller coaster what a ride i've been really really happy with the shit that we've been making this season i'm happy to be here again with you my babe um <laughs> and i'm really i really love the little community that we've been making here, yeah so. come chat with us about the show um yeah i'm sh- again we, we have know. so many thoughts we and do. so much bra- space in our brain is being devoted to thinking about this shit so <laughs> all the time so yeah uh well for the last time this season that is all for this episode thank you so much for listening we will be publishing uh, our last episode next monday uh which again just a little recap um so join us for next time for that you can find us on spotify and apple podcasts and also on instagram and twitter at the batch pod come say hi come talk to us how do you feel about the show um at us about your thoughts about ships or no ships yeah let us know if we got anything else wrong um <laughs> which what is a, so a far terrifying the most invitation. of the most of the people that have talked to us have just been like did you mean this did you and no, it, the it's answer fine. is we, yes, we appreciate it actually a lot yeah, so yeah thank you for uh for hanging out with us yeah uh all right so if you like stories and you like star wars then tune in for the next season of the good the bad and the batch bye, bye.